Hey sis, welcome back to another episode of Glow Through It in the Dwelling Place. I'm your host, Tarnisha Sherelle. Today's episode, we are talking about stillness. The absent of control equals trust. Whoo, my God. You know what? Every time I just really feel like I'm going to just throw my whole entire phone because the Lord has been truly gathering your girl this week. I did not know (laughs) that upon the obedience, okay, and faith of stepping out to launch this podcast and share with you all my transparent journey on being led by Holy Spirit. I had no idea that it was going to reveal to me how much I was lacking being led by Holy Spirit. If that makes sense. (laughs) The Lord is truly amazing, but he's also so He's a comedian, okay? I mean, it's funny to me, but not funny because I'm literally like wiping tears. (laughs) Your girl has been, (laughs) the struggle has been real, okay? But only (laughs) because I have rejected the move that God has been trying to make in my life, which revealed so much to me on how much I lack trust in my father. But God is so good that he took me all the way back to my childhood. And I had to go through forgiveness with my biological father because I never had an actual father walking with me through life where I had to depend and trust in him for things that I need. But yet here on the other side of being born again, a believer, a daughter of a most high God, When God tells me to do something or asks me to follow him in a way, I didn't realize that the reason why I was walking in doubt or lack of trust was because I simply just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to just rest in the fact that dad's got it. Daddy's got it. I've never had my father there to say, daddy's got me. He's covering me. I'm protected there. So I didn't know that that will definitely show up and affect you in your walk with God. God has been telling me to still myself and just rest for the longest time. I thought that I had been doing it. But how many of you guys has been to the point where you feel like God is telling you to rest, to be still, to trust, to know that I am God. And you're like, okay, God, I'm going to sit down. But what we doing? And he's like, we're not doing anything. I want you to sit down. Psalms 46 and 10 says, be still. Now that stillness for me. Because, you know, your girl's a talker. I love to get my thoughts across. I love to explain myself in like complete detail sometime where it's a little too much. But the be still, the Lord was saying, stop talking. Turn off your phone. Stop complaining. Listen. Listen. Linda, listen. Sharice, listen. Tarnisha, listen. Nene. Listen, all of the things 
<laughs> that you want to say, mm. stop, listen, stop arguing, stop debating. Don't even question it right now. Stop moaning and groaning. Stop. Be still and know. I need you to know. That means stop doubting. I need you to be sure. Have faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's that substance, the things that you're hoping for. The evidence, you don't see it yet. But right now, faith, you're hoping for something that you don't see. The evidence is even not seen. But if you just know, don't doubt, but just be sure. There's no second opinions on that the Lord thy God is a provider. He will never leave you nor forsaken you. Now, I had to think back on so many times where God was there when I thought he wasn't there. I know back in 2004, 2003, 2004, I got hit by a car going 50 miles per hour, knocked me 60 feet out of my shoes. <laughs> my God. I could have been, should have been dead. But I only fractured my right leg in four places. Broke my right thumb. Your girl recovered in six weeks. I was supposed to be grounded to a wheelchair, a walker, cane, and crutches. I was hopping around on one leg. There's no reason for me not to know, to doubt, to be unsure, or to not have faith. There is no other opinion for me. There is no other option for me. There is the only great I am in my life. So when God says to be still and to know that I am God, that's exactly what needs to be done. I am the great I am. God is almighty. God is in control of everything. Even when you think that he's not. God is love. He loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son. We say that very cliche, but it's the truth. How many, how many of us could actually take our only child that we have been wanting, that we've just been praying, asking God, oh, I want him to have my eyes. I want him to have my hair. I want the complexion of his daddy and then just give him up. Do we have that type of knowing down on the inside to sacrifice our only child on the sake of of people that will reject you, that will be disobedient, that will doubt, that will leave. God knew that we were going to do that, but yet he still gave his son for the sake of us to be born again, to be absent of sin. So we could be renewed, so we could have that mercy, that grace, so we could have a comforter that leads us, leads us and guides us into all truth. That brings all things back to our remembrance. Even if we feel like we have never researched it, he just brings it back because we are spirit living in this body. God is king. God is hope. He's the rock. He's our fortress. He's our shelter. He's our provider. He's our shepherd. God is every present help in times of trouble. God is my father. Even though my daddy wasn't there, God is the fathers of all fatherless. He is a father to the fatherless. He is Alpha and Omega, 
the beginning to our end. He's omnipresent and omnipotent. God is a shepherd. He will lead us. He will nourish us. He will protect us. He will restore our soul. Be still and know that I am God. Now, even though I have that relate uh, that revelation, it's very it was very difficult, still is very difficult for me to be still and to rest. I had to do some research on resting. Resting in the dwelling place and what that really means. That's just not getting on your knees from the day to day and just saying, oh, God, I love you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, would you do it? Oh, God, I'm just waiting. Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, God, oh, God. This is a place of silence, of being quiet. God led me to Isaiah 30 and 15. For this says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel. The holy God of Israel, you know, Israel, those are the ones that had to keep being brought out of bondage. He will bring them out. They'll go back in because they were so used to being captivated in bondage. And when I think about myself, I'm so used to being captivated in bondage in my mind, thinking that there's having a sense of hopelessness. Oh, I don't know if there's ever going to be a way out because all my life I had to fight. God is saying, could you put the war hands down for a minute? Because I'm quick. Uh Uh-uh, that's a demon. Out in the name of Jesus. Out in the name of Jesus. God sent you out in the name of Jesus. I need you to die to your flesh and sit down. Take several seats, please, ma'am. And stop screaming and yelling and arguing and fighting with these demons and just rest. Let me handle it. Can you let me uh, fight the battles? Can you let me handle the problems? He said, come on to me that all that are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Rest for your mind, will, and your emotions. Rest for your soul. But for whatever reason, I couldn't seem to hand my burdens over to the Lord. I'm carrying it like 15 suitcases on my back. Your girl's only 4'4". I can't. I can't. Exactly. Because I was supposed to be handing it over. But, you know, a lot of times in the church, it said, just, just, just give it to God. I don't understand what that meant. And I'm still learning how to fully surrender everything unto God and to just dwell, 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 dwell in the presence, not with the music on, not with the video playing, but just sitting there being grateful and thankful in my heart for all that God has done that I know that I didn't even have to worry before all the other times where I thought that I was doing the work to get the job done and all the praying all the fasting all the tears all the crying all the shouting there is a time for it all but in this season God just wants some of us just to come and sit and trust that he's got it under control somebody told me before you know There's the time just to rest. You don't need to battle. And I'm like, oh, how dare they tell me not to go to war for my kids? Oh, if I see a demon, I'm calling a demon out and they got to go. But sometimes demons will rile up things in your life. So you're fighting a premature battle that is not yours. It's the Lord's and they will wear you out. So when the real battle comes, you're out of commission. There's a real war going on. And there's a lot of things that the enemy is trying to rile up. He's already raveling up because what you see in the natural is already it's a delayed reaction on what's going on in the spirit. So while I've been struggling to be still where God is trying to give me secrets, 
the enemy then stole my prayer life. When I found myself not even being able to pray because I was being so bombarded mentally, he had ushered in, I didn't even know, a spirit of oppression. And so I started getting so saddened, so like I just, there was such a false sense of burdens that I was carrying, stuff that I can't even control. So why was I worried about it anyway? I know some of y'all can just really relate. If you've ever been in situations with someone that you're dating or uh, know people that are, you know, uh, engaged, married or in relationship with people that aren't walking in the in the faith in the way that you like them to be, you can seem to carry um, the burden of thinking that you're their savior, trying to do everything that you can to prove to them that God is worthy to be praised. But you're trying to do it almost in a manipulating way. Almost in a see, if you don't do this, you got to do that. If you don't do this, then God's not going to do that. Well, God doesn't guilt trip us, guilt trip us into serving him. And so if you're that person that desperately wants your sister, your cousin, your mother, your husband, your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter to be saved, the best thing you could do is to rest. To lean on the Lord for that. I'm not telling you to stop praying for them. I'm just telling you not to carry it as if there's something wrong with you because they're not leaning in on the Lord and you don't see the fruit of your labor. Sometimes we labor way too much. We're laboring too much to where it's draining us, but there's a time and season for everything. Now in Isaiah 30 and 15, it says, for this says the Lord, God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall be saved. In returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. And ye would not, but ye said no, for we will flee upon horses. Therefore shall ye flee. And we will ride upon the swift. Therefore, shall they that pursue you be swift. So what that is saying is. In return. I'll be saved. In my quietness. See, now, if you can't, if you haven't mastered the quietness, you probably want to go back and check because. We are not to be worried. God said to bring all your prayers to the throne with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your heart. Be confident that the Lord is the God of Israel that will bring you out. This is where you will find your strength. We don't have joy because we have not found ourselves confident in the fact that God is the God of Israel that has brought the people out. How is God the God of your Israel? What have he brought you out of? I've been brought out of homosexuality. I've been brought out of drugs and alcohol. I've been brought out of suicidal, not even just thoughts, attempts multiple times. I didn't been out of, uh, brought out of self-mutilation. I used to be a cutter, y'all. And then where I couldn't cut no more because people kept seeing, I started cutting my legs. And then once that was too much, I started just piercing things without numbing, just popping holes because I was 
punishing myself because I felt like I kept doing things that deserved that made me get hurt from other people. So I figured I deserved to be punished even more. And to take my mind off the the pain that I was feeling, I conflicted more more pain upon myself. How demonic is that? But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. They will mount up on wings as eagles. Waiting on the Lord is important, guys. And this is just a quick little, I don't know if I could call this a bonus, but just a reminder. I might not be on here as frequently as I'd like. I think I committed earlier to be on here every Monday and Thursday to give you a testimony and a short story from other women that have been glowing through their life beautifully. But you know what? What God has revealed to me is I am that first partaker of glow through beauty and to become self-aware is very difficult. And when I said to bring you self-awareness, I'm going to show you how God is helping me to become more self-aware in the dwelling place the only way i realized that i am wrestling is struggling in disobedience because god has told me to still myself and to rest it's because i started suffering from the side effects lack of sleep lack of prayer anxiety worry depression Those are all very, 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 very close indications of demonic impression. Your girl over here is is the deliverance in training. And I didn't open up a door to demonic oppression by trying to take on all the burdens on my own without leaning on the Lord. And what that looks like is not spending more than 30 minutes in prayer. The quick 10, 20 minute, the quick five to 10 minute prayer is not enough time to dwell in the secret place. God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And you cannot worship him if you're not in spirit yourself. And that only happens when you're spending longer than 10 to 15 minutes in prayer. It's a good starting point, but we must begin to crucify the flesh and push past the average time of our every Sunday morning prayers. <laughs> Get out of legalism and religion. Just the practice of, okay, I said my little prayer. I got to go, blah, 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 running in here and there. There comes a time where you got to sit down and stop being so busy for the Lord and just rest. And I mean, I still have more studying to do. And I've had people tell me, don't create anymore. Don't do anything else. Just rest in the Lord. That doesn't mean stop working. That doesn't mean stop. That means only work when Holy Spirit is leading you. And so that way you're not laboring and you're all wore out and thirsty and you ain't got no water. That means keep filling yourself up with the living word of God. Keep filling yourself up with the spirit. Keep communicating with God. Be only doing the things that Father God has told you to do. And I do believe that God has called me to share the process of growing closer to the Lord. 
the process of building your relationship with God. It's not easy. No, people say, oh, it's easy. Just make a decision. Once you make the decision, you have to walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling as unto the Lord. You have to be obedient when he tells you to move. You have to trust the process, even if you don't know what it looks like or what is going on or what he's doing. You just have to say, God, I trust you, Lord. Whenever you call, I trust you, Lord. (laughs) I'll just be obedient. I will stay and I will be I'll, I will stay and I will obey. That is the only way. Sometimes we say things we don't even understand what it is. I've been saying I trust you Lord since salvation since 2013. I think right now I'm just truly realizing what that means to trust. God called me off my job to sit and really be a, a stay-at-home wife and trust that he's going to provide my every need. But he is a provider and he will give you everything you need and want. But it's your position. There's times that I forgot and still need to be giving God glory for things that I've just thought about that I didn't even get the chance to open my mouth and try to say a prayer and God already delivered. There's things that I've asked for when I know that I didn't deserve and I know that I don't have the money for and God turns around and does it anyway. He'll just move on the uh, somebody's heart to bless me. I think that's a part of the resting, just knowing that God is God and he got you. He's a good father. He's not going to leave you out here without the things that you want. There's a scripture that talks about if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, You can look that up. Just put it in Google, delighting yourself in the Lord. It will show you the rest of the scripture. But the key is delighting yourself in the Lord. We must stay in a place of dwelling with the Lord. Then he will give you the desires of your heart. And sometimes we could be really hard on ourselves and thinking that we're not doing enough and we're not close enough and we're not where we should be, but you are right where God wants you to be. Whether if it's getting closer, there's always another level in God. So you're never too far away. And if you're just getting started, If you're just getting started, you're right where you need to be getting started, developing a personal relationship with the Lord. That's a key to resting is relationship to where if you're in a relationship with your spouse, you could just look away and they already know you're in need of something. You just, you know, hint. And they'll already know, oh, I know what you want. They'll just go get it. That's how the Lord is. He wants to get you to a place where you realize that you don't have to beg. You just have to prophesy to yourself, your situation, your relationship, your marriage over your children. Speak life over it. When God created the heavens and earth, when he created the water, the grass, the sea, On that third day, the grass was already completed. There was a seed that needed to be put in the ground. Our seed sometimes needs to be our words that prophesy the fruit that we want to see, that prophesy that bud, that flower that we want to see. But see, I had been over here giving 
not positive confessions. And I'm the main one to tell my friends, we must confess the things that we want to see. We must give positive confessions. You better watch what you say. Don't curse yourself. And I found myself not even watching what I was saying and allowing negative things to come out of my mouth because I was not resting. I was toiling and toiling and toiling and looking at my circumstances. While God is trying to tr- transition me into a place of purpose. Into my divine assignment. Until I find that completely. It's hard to rest because you're not in the will. So if you find yourself restless, unable to stay focused, doubting thoughts, all the things sit still and ask the Lord, what is my assignment in this season? What is my divine purpose, God? And then surrender your will for his will. Surrender your way for his way. Surrender your thoughts for his thoughts. So hopefully that made sense. And I helped somebody today just to remember to rest. Don't overwork yourself. I'm not telling you again not to pray. But pray in a position, in a posture of worship, of trust. And be still to know that God is God. Let me pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you are a good father. I thank you that you have never left us nor forsaken us. I thank you that you are a good father. I thank you that you have not left us as orphans. I thank you that you've been the provider of all providers. I thank you, Father God, for your love and your kindness, for your mercy and grace. Lord, we surrender today. We surrender every worry every anxiety, all pain, all doubt, all stress, even depression, God, we surrender it unto you and we choose to have joy today. We choose to have peace today that surpasses all understanding. Lord, and we just ask that you fill us up with your joy, with your contentment, with your love, with your peace in Jesus name. Lord, and I thank you for all that you've already done and what you're getting ready to do in our lives. Even if we don't see it, God, we trust you. Even if we don't understand, God, we trust you. Even if we don't see the whole picture, God, we still say yes. God, we still follow you, God. And yes, we will sit and we will dwell and we will rest in you until we get an answer. Until we have clarity, God, we will be still and know that you are God until you direct us uh, down the path that we need to go. And so, Lord, I thank you for clearing up all confusion. I thank you, Lord God, for directing our footsteps down the path of righteousness. I thank you, Father, for even softening our hearts to receive what it is that you are saying. God, and I thank you, Lord God, for another day to move closer and closer to our purpose. I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to become more self-aware. Lord, I thank you for helping us, Lord God, to be able to hear you when you speak for silencing the circus in our minds. God, I thank you, Lord God, for leading me to a place of rest, for leading us to a place of rest where we can receive and be in a posture of relationship and trust and honor that you are our God. You are the great I am. 
you know are beginning from our end. So God, I love you. I bless your holy name. And I thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your compassion for us. Lord, I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You guys be blessed. Stay highly favored. Glow through your life beautifully. Make sure you get that inner healing, okay? And I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Sis. If we could just recognize that finding our glow is going to take Holy Spirit leading us to look inside at the gifts he's already given us in small acts of faith and obedience to walk in total victory from a place of insecurity to security in our God ordained purpose, we could just glow through life beautifully.